Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and continually breaking things that are vital to the survival of the human race with me are... That's okay, Hill. <laughs> John Lucero. That's pretty good. I, was, oh, yeah, okay. I like that one. I, 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 <laughs> I, had a, I had a hard time with this one this week. I was like, what in the hell? Like, I literally sat there like staring at this thing blank for about 10 minutes before that one finally popped in my head. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, first draft, let's just roll with it, baby. <laughs> So that sounds like how they wrote this movie too. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Half yeah. a draft, <laughs> kind of made it up as they went along afterwards. Yeah, you know, trying yeah, to, uh, yeah, trying trying to invoke a little Resident Evil there. But anyway, um, what movie are we talking about? Well, we're talking about House of the Dead Two. We did think this was an Uva Bowl joint, but thankfully it is not. His uh, his um, his legacy may leave its stink upon it, but his actual touch is nowhere near this thing. I think it does an admirable job, admirable job of you know capturing the football feel in the movie, though personally. But uh, oh, I don't yes, know. <laughs> yes, yes. So, there is definitely some residue reference. <laughs> oh boy, does it! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, so House of the Dead two opened October fourteenth, two thousand five, and as we said, uh, he didn't have his dirty mitts on it. The screenplay writer uh, Mark Altman worked on the first one and also worked on the semi sequel Dead and Deader as well as Ooh. one other thing we're going to end up watching. Uh, so the best I could figure out for how much this thing cost was about $6 million, which, if true, is literally half the cost that House of the Dead cost to make. So there's also that, I guess. Um, I'm not even going to ask if we've seen this, or if you guys have seen this prior to this, because uh, why would you ever watch the sequel if you've watched the first one, unless you're us? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um... Anyway, uh, so guys, um, since we kind of went over the House of the Dead, like if we played it, uh, the last one, I don't know. Should we just, should we just kind of cold, cold thing, go right into this thing, like just headlong? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, let's just, let's yes. just, uh, John, as you've been saying, let's rip the bandaid off this motherfucker because yeah. we, uh, <laughs> we've been putting this off for a long time. Even, even doing so much as uh, roping in a guest and jumping ahead, uh, what, five years into the future? I think no, it was more than uh, five years. Like 13 years into the future. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, how about this? Five years into the future of this podcast, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> yeah, and roping in, uh, you know, we, 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 just a big get for me as far as a guest goes, so... Uh, just to avoid doing this thing, and we put it off and put it off and put it off, and this uh, this episode is uh, now due out in two weeks as, as of this recording, so we're like, I guess we really need to get this thing done here. So, <sighs> Anyway, um, this thing uh, starts off with the least intimidating group of military guys, because they're actually just a frat going to have a water gun fight, uh, or just raiding a sorority. Boy, oh boy, um, I never went to college, but if this is what college is like, I feel like I didn't miss out on much, so... <laughs> every one of the movies is just awful yeah, I, there's yeah. no one likable in this entire fucking movie no no there's no, not the, the most all. enjoyable thing in this movie was the Mindfire entertainment logo that popped up before the movie started and it was like an old school like vhs kind of logo and I, I enjoyed the sound it made that was the highlight of this movie for me <laughs> and then it started oh uh, uh, boy I was going to say, well, we're already a few minutes away from that. So yeah. that's that's sort of yeah. depressing. Yes. Uh, and also there's already already nudity in this movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. my gosh. In Within, the first five minutes, yeah, they, it, like, hit their quota. Not even nudity, just like a flat-out sex scene. It's like, okay, well, this is wonderful. Jeez Louise. Anyway, uh, so this girl storms off um, after getting her picture taken while having sex with the frat leader, Greg, and then gets hit by a car. The driver, who turns out to be a professor on the campus, comes out to check on her. Uh, she says she's okay, and then he hits her uh, with a ball-peen hammer in the head and then stuffs her in the trunk. 
boy oh boy uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they uh they really made a meal out of this also, next scene too also like five minutes of boobs basically in yeah. that <laughs> oh my god he takes her just he, boobs it just shows him like cutting her shirt off for no reason like he gets her naked for no reason <laughs> like, just for just, the boobs <laughs> yeah and like because because he just uses the needle to inject her like there's no reason to take her clothes off uh and also, why even when he hit her with the car did he pretend to care afterwards? Um, I think he was maybe more like pretending. Well, I, I think maybe it was more that he was disappointed she wasn't dead already. Like, oh, like, well, this was the plan to kill her. But then he did come out with a hammer, as sort of a backup plan. <laughs> Ugh, anyway. Gotta cover your bases, guys. Gotta cover your bases. Yeah. All right. So uh, he takes he takes her back to the lab and then cuts her clothes off. And again makes a real meal out of this scene. Like literally, like very slowly and as. Uh, disgusting as it is to seductively cut a corpse's clothes off as you can do I guess and then uh, he injects her with something which is not his penis thankfully uh, I mean this movie wouldn't surprise me if they did that but you know that sort of thing does come up into play later but anyway it does uh, yeah. I love it this movie terrible. Yeah. so it doesn't revive her everything is wrong with this movie oh, yes. also did yes. anybody find it suspicious that like um, you know like he was just in like this is basically it the lab department of a university it's not like the hidden lab and this guy's like making zombies <laughs> also people know about it too we find out later like people, people... know about it and it's <laughs> fine <laughs> uh, granted the people considering the people that knew about it i you know i don't think they were going to be a uh, rat amount or anything maybe say i think he was their supplier basically and he just didn't want to uh they didn't want to rat on him because then they would lose their supply of sorts. Maybe he could get uh, medicinal quality stuff for them, and that was sort of the deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't tell on me, I won't tell on you. And granted, one of them is a uh, misdemeanor, and the other one is a felony, so yeah. <laughs> well, also, it's just like, but like, was there never a janitor that was like, oh, hey, there's a zombie woman uh, in this like, closet? They had the lady locked up, and the dude's comment later is like, I just thought it was a pervert. Like, that made it okay. Oh, <laughs> like, my that, God. Like, <laughs> well, true. Okay. Oh, so um, so after the injection uh, fails to revive this woman, he storms off in the least convincing manner I think I've ever seen, uh, with the most obvious ADR bit of dialogue I've ever heard as well. It was real, real bad. Um, he's keeping a zombie in the cell and says she keeps her there because she holds eternal life, or the key to eternal life, and is keeping him alone. Alone in the Dark. And here's where I'm kind of hoping oh my there are survival uh, horror video game titles sprinkled throughout, uh, so at least I can enjoy this in the slightest. And then it turns out... At, I feel like, he, in my mind, he looked directly at the camera when he said that, too. <laughs> it's like... I mean, he probably did. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. you know, it's, an, it's, an, it's a nod and an ode to Uwe Boll's excellent Alone in the Dark as well. So... <laughs> yes, that... That, uh, that, that masterpiece. When this doctor like arrived, I thought he was actually like like um like Shamish or whoever that boat guy was. I was like, oh, oh he's back. <laughs> there are returning characters in this movie. There well, isn't it? Well, okay. So yeah. Well, <laughs> character and a half maybe. <laughs> um, actually, you no. know what? You know, you know what? We talked about this um off the air in our in our Slack chat. Uh, John, can you do me a favor and just remind the audience of what the hell happened in the first one? Oh, <laughs> um. A bunch of characters we don't give a fuck about go to an island and who the fuck cares? Uh, they're teenagers. There's zombies there. There's a shootout that's really long. That's not entertaining at all. There's the boat guy Vanessa loves. Uh, Played by Ron Howard. And there's a, and there's a cult. <laughs> and there's a sword fight. 
and it's terrible. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, you don't even, you know, I, I normally I wouldn't um, not discourage somebody from listening to our podcast, but go ahead and skip that episode. John just gave you a, a 30 second recap there. And that is all you need to know because that movie is awful and it is at the bottom of our list for a reason. So anyway, the credit sequence with a bit of zombies attack uh, sprinkled throughout. Well, at least the zombies look better in this one than they did in House of the Dead. I mean, you know, just, kind of. just barely. But you know what? You, you take what you can get in things like this, right? So. Uh, cut to 29 days later. Just, dear God, why? Oh, arbitrary why? number there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, the whole 28 days later and then just like plus one or something like that. Was know. that Wait, out by 20, then? 28 yeah. days later. I think that's the year it came out. It was 05. They probably oh, no, just... 2002. 2002? Maybe yeah. 28 weeks yeah. later it came out then. Okay, but, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this was yeah, this but, was this was out. or the, Yeah, this definitely was spoofing off of that, which, clever... Yeah, anyway, it's, later, it's, so it's what's sad to me is that like that movie is so good and this movie is so, so bad. Mm-hmm. One of the best zombie movies. It's so good. Oh, yeah. by far, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, a man and woman are on a date at a fancy restaurant. A chef, and we know he's a chef because of his hat, uh, walks outside to go take a oh, break. Oh my god. And God. his accent, the worst French accent I've ever uh, heard in my I entire life. No... I, I talked to a lot of French people, and I think they'd be really offended. <laughs> I had no idea that was supposed to be French until he said that, basically. I was like, I mean like literally if you're going to be bad at least do a oh you know sort of thing (laughs) (laughs) i mean at least go at least just go whole hog on it but anyway so yeah this this movie is like i think that's what i'm like most upset about this movie is it's like so filled with like the like not even like good 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 acted stereotypes but like let's be as stereotypical as possible for every single character and then let's make it suck this movie hates the audience (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like actively hates the audience uh, I'm, uh, that's a good way to put it yeah yeah all right um so yeah the a zombie kind of walks up to him always outside taking a break and it turns out it's the professor uh the professor bites him and then the chef walks back inside also when he offered him his food he put it on the ground for him like he's a dog <laughs> well, because, because, he doesn't he doesn't know he's a zombie it's just a part it's just a human being as far as he knows well he he's thinks like, he's a stinky homeless person and he's yeah, at a fancy here, restaurant here's here's some food boy come come get it <laughs> yeah it's like oh my god his shitty ass like salad kind of a bag yeah of, <laughs> of, like, screens yeah that is with, literally like, a bag salad you can get at a grocery store <laughs> Yeah, with his with like one grape tomato on it that he happened to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is uh, that is the flourish, if you will, of the. Uh, the a dish. Break to eat a salad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, at least put something else on there, like some, you know, like craisins or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so a truck with the letter AMS on the side of it pulls up to the loading dock. A guy in a suit, Ellis, uh, walks up and talks to Jordan Casper, someone from the last House of the Dead movie. But I is was pretty sure she died. Yeah, is it bad that I recognized her right away? <laughs> like, is she, I was like, I had a moment where I was like, is she from the first movie? Except and, uh, she's in the army now. She was in the Coast Guard in the last one. Yeah. Can, oh. Can you just switch is that, branches? Is that who that is? Yeah. Yeah, it's the lady. It's the lady cop, Coast Guard lady. Oh. Yeah. Can, can you just switch branches like that? Like, I didn't. I didn't think that was really a she's thing. She's a colonel now. Didn't yeah. she die? I thought she. I thought she died. I. I did. I was. Not, I was like ninety hundred percent sure. Off, which yeah. they acknowledge. <laughs> Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, and also, um, you know, it, it, there's there's a lot of blood pumping through down there. If you have your legs ripped off, you're probably gonna be dead, right? I, anyway. I thought there was more that killed her too. I thought there was like more to her dying, but maybe maybe she just got her legs ripped off. It's it's been 
at least 24 hours since I've seen that first movie, so I forgot everything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm you know what? Sure it's that she died. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you're right. You know what, John? I'm going to one up you and say it, it has been more than since we last recorded the pot or the podcast. Like as soon as I like finished that, and then I was just like that movie's out of my head. Done, done, done. <laughs> so. Oh, so anyway, Ellis walks off, and Casper apologizes to Ellis that his brother died. So his, yeah, we he had a brother. Big shit. Anyway, Ellis might be one of the characters from House of the Dead. Actually, I'm uh, I'm pretty sure because I think I kind of glanced through the game kind of thing real quick, and I was like, oh okay, but I, so that's you know that's uh, at least something that first movie didn't have <laughs> characters from the game. <laughs> well, except remember at the very end, those two guys in um, the suits, I think, were supposed to be the the, the player characters at the very yeah, end. There. I thought Randy. I, think, I thought Randy was a character. I think I Rudy. Think, <laughs> Rudy. Is, <laughs> oh, Rudy might no, be no. the evil doctor. Oh, now I'm remembering how's the dead plot. Um, oh, yeah, I think those. I think those me. two player characters. Are, I think Els is one of the player characters. If I remember right, from House of the Dead, the game. But it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's yeah. move, moving on. Moving on. Anyway, back to the restaurant. Uh, the guy gets a fake page. Um, you know, that old nugget. Uh, the waiter has blood on his cuff, and the woman, Alex, asks what happened. Uh, the waiter says the chef got bit, so she gets up and storms off into Why the kitchen. Why tell her that? I, yeah, because <laughs> this guy's an idiot, and you needed something to move the plot along. I mean, come on. Anyway, <laughs> so the chef is turned into a zombie. The waiter gets bit, so Alex pulls a gun out of her leg holster, which, <clears throat> kind of side note here, I found incredibly hot, but whatever. <laughs> and then shoots the chef. <laughs> I was just like, oh, all right. Well, if I'm going to go, do that to me, baby. So... The waiter is being put on an ambulance, and Alex calls her date out. Turns out he's a, an assistant manager at a blockbuster, not uh, not a not a not a neurological scientist or doctor or whatever the hell he said he was. I don't know. Surprise! Yeah. So Surprise. Alex kills zombies for a living. His cover was like, yeah, I'm probably someone's probably having like brain problems or something. It's like was his cover for being yeah. a neuro, being a neuroscientist. Yeah. It's like yeah, you know, people might have a brain problem or something right now. I gotta go, but uh. Oh my god. Good save. Yeah. Alright, so Alex and Ellis are riding in the ambulance with her. Uh, Turns out Ellis' brother died fighting zombies. The waiter turns, and then Ellis casually just shoots him, and blood goes splattering everywhere as they talk about his dead brother. Which this was this moment was kind of funny. <laughs> I, I, that, I did find it kind of amusing, actually. How they're just like <laughs> that ain't no thing. The deadpan was pretty good of doing that, of like yeah. doing it and then continuing the conversation like nothing happened. Uh but this also leads to the question that constantly is asked in this movie is if getting blood on you, getting, getting the blood on you is bad or not. They kind of <laughs> yeah. say it is, but they constantly cover themselves in zombie blood in this movie. Oh, yes. yeah. like they would have all been zombies immediately. Like there yes. are so many times where they get attacked and like they're not dead somehow. But for... I think, they, but they also straight up say like you, if you get any blood inside of you at all, like that's all it takes. So, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. You know, we can't really look for consistency and logic in these things, I think. Especially uh, something that has a sequel or Uwe Boll couldn't even be fucked to mess with it. So, anyway, uh, they arrive back at the warehouse and some guys are practicing shooting in a shooting range. And one of the targets is a picture of Paris Hilton. How perfectly mid-2000s. Yeah. Right? This is right. like, I Real don't know. Dumb. And then like earlier in the scene, like the last warehouse scene, they were like doing the worst hand-to-hand combat training. Like these people oh. are ridiculous background characters. I did kind of get a kick out of it. Just the fact so that like, where maybe... are they? <laughs> They're in a warehouse, dude. Where, where else do you, where, I don't know. <laughs> it's so stupid. So- Fucking warehouse, the warehouse I, I, from alone in the dark. I am gonna say this is probably the most abbreviated notes I've taken um, for a movie in a while because 
there was just so much of this we could skip over and we would yeah, having second half of this movie yeah <laughs> most of my notes are me asking questions to myself about this movie that's, that's <laughs> that, that is very funny because that is exactly yeah. what you did in like, the last how, house how, of the how about the biggest question is how does nobody know about the zombie outbreak even though um it's a zombie outbreak uh yeah so there's a whole lot of jargon about uh, some place they need to go to that's infected with hyper sapiens and the hierarchy of who's in charge, the military or AMS and, Oh, Hey, Casper's in a wheelchair. I wonder if that'll ever get brought up. Anyway, they need to be finished by daylight because the place they're investigating is getting bombed to shit at 7am. Uh, Casper brings up what 60 minutes would do if they get a hold of the story, but the bombing of a U.S. city ain't no thing. Okie dokie. Like, yep, it's fine. Yeah. It's like, Oh, Hey, a cruise missile got shot at a U.S. city. No problem. Completely leveled the place, no big deal. But oh my god, there are zombies! Oh no, that's that we've got to worry about that getting on the news. I, when I, at first I was like, okay, so maybe he means like if the cruise missile actually hits, that'll be news. But no, I guess they just meant the zombie outbreak part because uh-huh. that was always the there was never stopping the cruise missile. <laughs> Apparently, spoilers. <laughs> oh, John, you ruined the podcast. Okay, along. let's just skip to the ranking then and move on. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, anyway, um, so now we go on to a locker scene as it is used to show uh, women in their underwear. Uh, they cut back and forth between Ellis and Alex as they clean up the blood, uh, and uh, El- the blood on Ellis's face isn't consistent throughout the whole thing. Like, it just the camera jumps back and forth between the two. Like, he has blood on his side, and then doesn't, and then does, and then doesn't as he wipes it off. And like, um, just come on, I guys, did, really? I, didn't, I did not pay attention to that. I do, but he does clean up from blood quite quickly throughout this movie, yes. I will say. Yes. <laughs> this is obviously a casual thing that um, is kind of a common occurrence for him, apparently, because he just wipes off blood like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, a new woman in the military group is named Rodriguez, and she's obviously supposed to sort of bring to mind Michelle Rodriguez and fails miserably at that. Oh, yeah. She's no Michelle Rodriguez. She's awful. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she is real, real bad. Very- Again, I will highlight there. I will state there are no likable characters in the entire movie. <laughs> I hate all of them. Right, and it's just like levels of dislikable or yeah, dislikableness. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? I don't know. I hate them all. I hate all the men mostly, really. Oh, they're so sexist. Oh my god, the oh movie's my so gosh, sexist. Right? Like they're like literally the worst people in the entire yes, world. I completely agree. Every five minutes it's like someone making a, a sex comment to one of the women and then the women do it back to the guys sometimes too it's like man you're pre- you're pretty hot like the, why do you need to talk about this right now it's like yeah we're in a uh, locker together guys or in the middle of getting you know trying to avoid getting eaten by zombies like just really i don't know anyway so the team arrives at wherever the hell they're supposed to be at and they find one zombie i absolutely refuse to oh, call them hyper sapiens we, for- we forgot to talk about dalton Dalton? 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 Which one's Dalton? Dalton is like the most stereotypical military black dude of all time. <laughs> oh, played by <laughs> Sticky co- Fingers? Who co-leading this effort with them. Yeah, yes. played by Sticky Fingers. Okay, John, I, 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 do you uh, have any idea who Sticky Fingers is? Sticky Fingers is from the uh, rap group Onyx. From the early, of course early you know this somehow. That, uh, as soon as I saw <laughs> that, I was like, I am not looking this up. I am going to ask John because I have a feeling John's going to know. And I also <laughs> go and ask, uh, who, the, who the hell is Onyx? Onyx uh, was a fairly popular uh, rap group in the early 2000s. Um, I can't. I, I'm now forgetting their hits, but uh, they also, you know, make a parent. Uh, Sticky Fingers is the main villain in. Uh, I believe I think he's the main villain in Def Jam Fight for New York, or he's one of the villains. Yeah, so very 2000 2005 era of uh, rap. They were okay. they were relatively popular. Um, Sticky Fingers also in, has uh, an extensive acting career <laughs> at this point at this period of time. Also, he um, he like produced a movie called a hip hop opera. Ah, uh, yes, the hip hop opera. 
Yes. Yes. Hip Hopera. Yes, Hip Hopera. What's the fuck? What's that movie called? Like, it's, what's the what's the actual title of that movie? God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I want to say, I, I I say he's I, also I, in Ghost Dog. But I think I you guys. Really I think you. I, I think you guys have broken me. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> but yeah, Sticky Fingers is easily the most famous character person in this entire movie. And so. I've never heard of Sticky Fingers before, so it should really and tell also, you something. I think the, the the biggest stereotype too. They were like the Oh my god. Really also Also, I can't believe I forgot. I haven't even written down when he shows up, he just comes out of the shadows, but when you look over it's like <laughs> perfectly lit over there. Like how did no one see him standing over there? No yeah, one right. Also, the way he talks to the colonel is completely it's completely like no no sergeant major would ever talk to a colonel the way he talks to a no, colonel. No, no. <laughs> and he calls them all. He calls them all kiddo. Like he acts like he's like an Animal Crossing character that has like you know that like always calls you the same word at the yes, end of every yes. time every time yeah. they talk. Yeah. Yeah. He also kiddo. continues later in the movie continues the tradition of every character being a sexist piece of garbage. <laughs> it's a, uh, with so some sexual comment towards a woman. Because uh, they can't go fifteen like fifteen seconds without sexualizing a woman in this movie. Yes, yeah. Um, I think like the first thing that like Bart, the character I haven't mentioned yet, but is like the worst offender in this. Like looks at the, the Rodriguez character and is like, "Be be a damn shame if something happened to that ass." So I'm like, "Oh my god, really? What the fuck?" Just like at least I, the other dude acknowledged how much piece of shit he is, and then just continue with him. Like yeah. I, I I was like. That's the least this movie could do. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the least the movie could do is probably not do but that. Bart but is hey. like Bart is like comically evil. <laughs> just like the word comically, like not, and I don't mean like enjoyable comically. It's just like so over the top awful. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like the amount of sexism crammed into this character's, uh, you know, the bag of skin should have been like split up into two different characters, basically. So it seems at least semi-realistic. And, you know, I've met some real sexist piece of shits before, but holy God, I think this guy takes the cake. Like, this is not even realistic, like, sexism. Yeah, like, all their stereotypes are, like, the worst stereotypes of every, like, yeah, whoever wrote this just hates the audience. I think John said it best. Yeah. <laughs> they just hate us so much. <laughs> or is it that this had half the budget, so they had to cram half these stereotypes into uh, the, the characters because they didn't have enough money to hire twice the actors that they needed to cram all these stereotypes into? Right, and they're like, and play it bad. Make sure you do a really bad yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's almost a given you know, in most of these and, movies. And you know, it's funny because I have like a, I have as someone who watched a lot of sci-fi originals on Saturday mornings growing up. Uh, that was a fun thing I did. I like to do because I watched a bunch of bad sci-fi movies. Uh, I have a soft spot for really incompetent military groups that get <laughs> slowly killed off by uh, whatever they're fighting. And I still I I didn't enjoy these guys whatsoever. And I have like. I'm like the target audience for these, these these kind of characters, and it's oh, they're just unbelievably awful. Yep. Oh boy, I absolutely adore this thing so far. Anyway, let's keep moving here. <laughs> it's already off to a really good start. Yep. Yep. All right. So they kill the zombie. Uh, they find, and again, not calling them hyper sapiens. I absolutely refuse to do that. So, so, so stupid. Uh, so stupid. Yep. Alex uses a DNA scanner on its blood. It's a third generation, so it got bit by someone who got bit. I'm, I guess is what that means. So uh, she notices the teeth look different and thinks they could be mutating. One of the guys gets bit, and then rather than shoot him, they cut After off his arm. Fist fights the zombie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. that was stupid. Yeah. So guess what? Cutting off his arm didn't work. So Ellis shoots them both. Well, goodbye to the two Asian characters in this movie. It's the whole. How about the when? Thing, and then it, 
Yeah, uh, exactly. Like Dalton pulls out a machete from his like pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they chop his arm off, and he turns anyway immediately. Uh, so basically, they just torches this guy a little bit before he dies. Uh, and then they some better gets bitten. It's just they're such idiots. <laughs> it's like. Oh. My guess is they only had uh, a couple of days to shoot with these guys, so they're like, well, we've got to write these guys out of the story real quick, so let's kill them like within the first three scenes they're in. We already lost two people yeah. this whole, in this operation, and they yeah. ran into two zombies. Yeah, yeah. And uh, both of them Asian characters, except one of them is just named uh, a Japanese last name and is actually, I believe, some sort of like Hispanic. So, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I know. Great. Anyway, yeah. I mean, you know, it's also, not as... Also during- Okay. Also, during this encounter, when the first zombie arrives, too, um, we we, I, we have to take note of the guy who's just like, "Oh shit!" and just like falls. Oh, the uh, the, the the stereotypical fat dude who I made a little yeah. little oh, reference private. to because it was just so stupid. O'Neill, that's his name. O'Neill. O'Neill. Yeah, name. Or, I just remember. I just O'Connor, remember I think. O'Connor. Or, or O'Connor. Okay, it was an O something. I, I it's apologize. Private. I, it's right. yeah. So he's just private. Yeah, uh, let, let's just call him Private Chunkles and move on. So. God, he sucks too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everybody kind of sucks in this movie so all right now that at the college that the movie started at one of the soldiers bart takes a fraternity ring off someone uh really leaning into that stereotype that we talked about of being an asshole might be val- that's probably valuable it's a fraternity ring what yeah you- oh it probably costs like 20 bucks dude it, it, right he's gonna not take valuable. that at a pawn shop so yeah there, there's probably like 900 of these things at the pawn shop down the street when one of these guys needs to go get a case of beer or something they pawn it off anyway he answers the guy's phone and tells whoever it is on the other end that the caller is or that the person who owns the phone is dead i'm like okay that was really unnecessary anyway uh they start going up the stairs and Rodriguez pukes really didn't need to see that one though thanks that was just yeah. I, what and it was green yeah, yeah. Well, she just uh, ate something that didn't agree with her, apparently. And apparently that was uh, g- just green chunks of something, like split pea soup. Like, mm-hmm. I, anyway, let's move on before I puke here. So in the library, the main group misses one zombie walking around the bookshelves. They find what they think is a survivor because he has headphones on and is reading. Also, private dipshit is talking the entire time, and he, I would kill him myself yeah. at that point, The way yeah. how much he's talking. It's like I, I would just shoot him and just be like, "No, he got bit." I don't, I don't know where the yeah. zombie went, but he got bit, and I just fear yeah. before he turns and turns on us, I just kill him now. No one would question it. No. Um. Yeah. So of course it's not a survivor. Um. You know, just because zombies can't read. It just anyway. Uh. So Ellis saves the guy from getting bit. Then the zombie librarian hushes them. A quick orchestra hit happens, and then Ellis shoots that one too. Little little anticlimactic there. So. Yeah. Anyway, the smaller team hears voices and they think they found survivors. Nope, just a radio. And a topless zombie woman. So if zombie tits are your thing, well, get help. Oh, yep. and that might be Bart's <laughs> thing as he poses for a picture with her and says, I'd stick my dick in her, but I'm afraid of what would happen. Gee, I'm sure he's not being set up to get his comeuppance here eventually. Oh, yeah. God. This whole like sequence goes on for so way too long. long. Yeah, like it, it's waiting, already too long. I was waiting for this zombie dick girl to like come back and bite him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that would have been. That's how long it went on for. Yeah. 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 I was like, it was like, it was so long. You're expecting something to happen. Uh, Outside of zombie tits, but yeah. Yeah. Also, there's an hour left in the movie, by the way. I noted. Okay. Still have an hour of this movie left. Thanks, John. Oh. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, boy. All right. So back to the main group. Hey, you know, I'm I'm really glad uh, Daniel didn't hear us or have do this one like. This would be the first one he would have listened to or whatever. It's like, hey, what are what their podcast is like? I was like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> oh, yeah. anyway, we would never, we would never do that to him. No, we would never do that to anybody. I think unless they like willingly decided they wanted to do this shit. So, like Jim. Yeah, poor guy. Anyway, uh, back to the main group. Alex explains that they're looking for the first generation zombie so they can develop a vaccine. And once they get it, they can inoculate people against it. And then it'll be nothing more than a footnote in history like AIDS or the bubonic plague. Um, but Alice has a chance to remind her once again. Yes. <laughs> also, yes, Jason, I'm not going to cut you off. Um, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I was just going to say, like, AIDS and the bubonic plague are, well, one, not really comparable. <laughs> and two, not footnotes. Like, AIDS is a pretty big thing that we're still feeling ramifications of today, and the bubonic plague wiped out like a third of Europe. <laughs> so, right. footnotes we never, we ne- you never hear about them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, Ellis takes this opportunity to, to remind everyone that his brother died yet again. Yeah. It's like maybe you didn't know Nightingale, but my brother died. Yeah, maybe stick stick that in your footnote, but uh, yeah. and then walks away. Yeah. <laughs> And also, considering we're in the middle of a pandemic here, I also feel like this hits a little close to home right now. I'm like, oh, God, are we? It's going to be a footnote, Jason. Don't yeah, worry about it's it. It's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll be nothing but footnotes. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, back to the small group. They wonder how the two people got infected. No sign of it going airborne. Wear a mask, people. Just wear a fucking mask, you dumb dumbs. Anyway, and then Bart uh, gets bit by a mosquito. And, well, there we go. That's I thought the mosquito happens. thing was clever. I'll I guess <sighs> I thought I thought it was. I think about, I'm pretty sure I've seen it in movies before. How, how, but I mean, about it's, this? it's, no, it's ahead, not John. a. It's not you know original. Usually acknowledged. Yeah. The the, the, the thought the pro, like like I don't think it's knowledge in Walking Dead, which takes place in the in the in the South where mosquitoes run rampant. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, I thought that was decently clever. I even though they don't. I wish they would have just shot him in the head. Oh my god! They should have just also, immediately also shot him in the head. Also, at this point, he's still doing the camera thing. By the way, in case anyone was curious, like he's still do he's still like trying to take pictures of the naked zombie girl so next gross. to this next next to this other corpse. And I don't know why they haven't left yet at yeah. this point. I would have like, shot shot him immediately if I was one of those ladies to be like, "Oh, you're dead." Anyway. Yeah. 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 They had, uh, and they also get an excuse to, mm-hmm, and they and still don't. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. All right, so back to the main group. One of the soldiers thinks he hears a noise, so he separates from the group, and then sees something moving in another stairwell. Uh, keep in mind, this is the same soldier who thought the zombie in the library was alive because zombies don't read. This guy just thinks no one is a zombie when he runs in when he sees people. Like, <laughs> yeah, instead of everybody, just assuming everybody is a zombie, which he probably should do. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he wants your, your due in the court of law. You know, everyone has their right to an attorney. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right to fair trial. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so this man's trying to support. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. So he finds a girl crying in the corner. And guess what? She's a zombie. He Literally looks out. Guessed. Yeah. <laughs> he looks out fighting her off, but then uh, keeps being real slow about getting his gun back to shoot her. And then he locks her in a closet, gets his gun, and then backs away to another set of double doors, and surprise, and the zombie comes through, and then it cuts away. So we can only kind of assume he's dead for the moment. Also, this entire scene was, like, weird because, like, he, like, follows her like a ghost. That's not how zombies act. Yeah, and then he goes, why Why would it go to a corner and be a zombie in a corner? And cry right? in a corner. I mean, maybe... Did he, put it, did he put his gun down, or did he drop his gun? He dropped it. Okay. He was, like, holding it and then dropped it while he was fighting it off. Also, why didn't he shoot the zombie that came up behind him? Why did he just freak out? <laughs> it's like, just shoot it. <laughs> you have the gun, just shoot it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, there, I, there's like a, I like J- mm. Jason's original reasoning of like, they were like running out of budget and they're like, well, we only have them for one more day. <laughs> it's like, kill him. Uh, anyway, so back to the small group. Uh, Bart is trying to talk the others into letting him live because uh, now he thinks they can get a cure. 
uh, this movie is hitting a little too close to home right now because uh, all these non-maskers who all of a sudden when they get COVID-19 are like, oh, you should wear a mask, and then they die. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> poetic justice. Uh, <laughs> they get Bart a gun to kill himself uh, when he starts turning. Uh, of course, he's not going to do that, so Mexican standoff time. Bart offers them half a million dollars each. Thankfully, for the less mathematically inclined of us, he dumbs it down for us by letting us know that's $500,000 each. <sighs> then he says, you could be living it up uh, Robin Leach style. Guys, do you know who Robin Leach is? Nope. No. No. That is uh, the guy who was the host of uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Get ready for another incredible Lifestyles, your VIP journey into the lives and loves of today's winners who really know how to enjoy the great things of life. Your host is Robin Leach, who circles the world to bring home the stories people will never stop talking about. On this glittering edition, Big Ben chimes to a whole new beat now. Debbie Gibson is a Londoner. America's songbird inspires a retro rock fashion craze in my old hometown by juggling two careers. There's a new big wheel on the river of dreams. The captain of the ship is Merv Griffin, and his mascot is Lady Luck. Hit the jackpot on his brand new floating casino. A Brazilian bombshell has landed on children's television. Meet Shusha, the $100 million host who's out to bump off Barney, choke off Lamb Chop, and slaughter Sesame Street. Can the Latino Spitfire pull it off? You be the judge. The other life of entertainment tonight's John Tash. Get to know the man behind the mic. A former shy boy who muscled his way into not one, but two super successful careers. Hot diggity dog, you're not going to believe the platinum lives of pampered pets. Creature comfort takes on new meaning for the four-legged friends of the stars. Enter their world of luxury unlimited, of doting owners who dig deep into their pockets to lavish multi-millions of jewelry, spas, fashions and parties. A dog's life? Don't you believe it? These amazing stories and even more when Lifestyles returns in a moment. Stay with us. My hemorrhoids hurt so much, I was afraid I needed surgery. But my doctor said they weren't serious, and it's time I used Preparation H. Oh, yeah, I had to actually old, look that one up too. Movies. As the as the well TV show, but as the oldest guy on the podcast, old TV show, I didn't even know who the fuck Robin Leach was off the top of my head. So who this reference was for is beyond me. It's, <sighs> yeah. A character like Bar would make a shitty reference like that too. Is uh, but yeah, also you know he does explain it later, but he you know he, he opens with this, I'll pay you each half a million dollars, yeah. uh, and I'm like. You have half a million dollars to give you to them? Well, you said it so confidently, but uh, he yeah. does explain it's, he's going to Resident Evil that shit and sell sell it to the highest bidder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real. I mean, I, yeah. I, I get what he's. I get. I guess I get where he's coming from. It's like, oh yeah, here. It's like we make four, like you know, forty grand a year at most, and you know. But at the same time, it's like. Uh, I just realized this is very similar to the plot of Resident Evil Three. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just yeah. realized that, that it's uh, I, uh, Apocalypse, Vanessa, because you haven't played. You have not probably played three. Um, no. <laughs> I was very much yeah. noticing um, a like Jill Valentine vibe off of uh, Alex that they were going for and didn't really hit the mark by about a mile and a half. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't notice this whole obvious Resident Evil 3 in- inspiration 
or a Resident Evil Apocalypse, I should say. The movie came out, like, I think, a year before this movie did, so that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Or two years, maybe? I don't know. We get the shit. But, uh, yeah, now it's all coming together, and now I hate this movie even more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Rodriguez goes in for the $500,000, or half a million, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, but psych, uh, she hits him with the back of her gun. They handcuff him to a heater and then leave the gun with him so he can shoot himself. Yeah, I'm sure he won't try to use that on the handcuffs instead. Um, nope. Yeah. Anyway, main group is in the parking garage or something that looks like a parking garage and then finds a whole shit ton of zombies behind a chain link fence. They see two dead cops on the ground and deduce that they lured them into the cage, got bit, and then shot themselves before they turned. Except one of them comes alive and attacks the sergeant. He gets bit and uh, starts having some severe convulsions while he tries Those to convince them he's okay. Are serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the zombie turning is very quick in this movie. Yeah, very, very quick. And also very, um, like, stuff, like, was coming out of him. Like, it yeah. was, yeah. like, he was turning into, like, a nemesis of sorts, or almost. Also, did you guys notice there's, like, gold circles in some of the zombies sometimes? Did anyone notice that? There's, like, like, we- like a weird, like, like looks like a thing dug into their skin. I don't know, it doesn't yeah. matter. If you yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> kind of like this weird, like, nemesis thing, kind of, where they're, like, sort of def- form but they also have like i don't want to say like parasitic type things coming out of them almost like it's i don't know it's really really weird they're they're mutating jason they're evolving oh is that what it is okay anyway um so just as he turns alex shoots him point blank and gets blood all over her face and again i don't know about you but shouldn't she be infected by now she had to have gotten some of that in her eye and if uh, the answer is definitely yes, yes. Also, and, why did she? Get, she wasn't. She wasn't even that far. Why did she get even closer? To yeah. shoot him in the front of the head. Well, like, remember, she, oh. remember, she wasn't. She wasn't a soldier. She was a desk jockey before. Also, there's a dumb little moment. Was a funny moment for me at least. For before they decided to leave, and then after they shoot the guy in the head, they look around and be like, "We should get out of here." Like, didn't we just? You guys just decided that. Why do you? What do you mean? Why, why do you say that again? Just leave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, <sighs> yeah. So. Uh, kind of going back around to 28 days later and uh, <clears throat> a certain virus in the real world uh, that's going on, uh, you know, having taught us nothing, they should probably be a little bit more concerned about getting blood all over them. Yes. Yep. They even acknowledge it in yep. the movie. Yep, they do. <laughs> all right. So they go to leave the zombies, um, or they go to leave and the zombies are pouring out the doors. They turn around and now zombies in the cage are all on the loose. Well, <laughs> she, goes, yeah. she goes, She first of all, okay, the camera cuts to the cage, which is empty. Yeah. Uh, which is, First of all, you're thinking, like, how did the zombies stealth away? Yeah. But, uh, and and why like would they? Them. And then the character, I don't remember who, I don't care who does it, which one of them says, all right, keep, look sharp, they're out there. And then you, it, the camera pans out, and they're just directly in front of them the entire time. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, why weren't you looking there? But uh, Part of me wonders if maybe there's something in, like, the House of the Dead games, that this is, like, sort of, like, like cheesy, you know, because those, those are supposed to be, like, schlocky, stupid, like, you know, B tier kind of movies, but I don't know. I don't want to give the movie credit. I don't either. <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah, either. I don't think it's going for. I really don't think it's going for that most of the time. No. Some of the times, I like, I swear, like they're making this and they're just being like, let's just make this as absolutely stupid as we can. Like yeah, like there are better moments, if they had gone for that. <laughs> yeah, like that moment where the deadpan shooting the zombie in the head while it's on the on the bed is 
I mean, is Pretty was good. fun was genuinely like kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, yeah, and just the casual like blood splatter and they just barely blink like oh okay. Yeah, like it was well done, well timed. You know, that's that's fun. That's that was decent. And yeah. then I I guess the sexism is their attempted humor throughout the movie too. Yeah, but uh, not good. See, here's the thing. Like, I feel like they they like literally like wrote down everything like first draft and then just went with that. Like, if they had anybody touch this up a little bit, I think this could have been like oh hey we're like nudging at the camera as like how stupid this is but they literally just like went with the most unfunny person on staff and just asked them to come up with jokes for it and this was kind of what they ended up with like if anybody with like a decent sense of humor had gone over this would have been like okay let's pull this one this one play a little bit more deadpan this one maybe we don't need the 45 sexist remarks four or five would we would kind of get the point but yeah yeah or i think they just went to a, a federal penitentiary and interviewed a serial killer and thought what he and asked him what he thought was funny and that's yeah. what they put in the movie yeah mm-hmm. anyway so uh, so they turn around and now zombies are all out of the cage. Uh, so we're down to Ellis and Alex now. Is the fat guy gets his heart ripped out of his chest with the zombie's mouth? His that mouth. Intense. Yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, that's 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 crazy. <laughs> poor poor private. Yeah. Uh, poor private that guy. Yeah. Uh, o- O'Neill, O'Shea, <laughs> I don't know, O something. I'm just yeah. <laughs> private stereotype. Yes. Yeah, so. uh, anyway. Daniels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Alex and Ellis uh, get surrounded in the hallway. They climb up on the pipes um, in the ceiling, and then Alex sets off the sprinklers and then shoots off the breaker box, frying the zombies, which I didn't think would work because I thought you had to shoot them in the head. She took sure. 45 minutes to light that lighter, too. Yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> like, get yourself something a little bit more reliable. And why would she have a lighter? She doesn't smoke. Why not? Okay. No. That's good. That's, that, that is a good also, answer. I was impressed those pipes could hold them for that long. But, yep. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. So, and also that the zombies couldn't reach them, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, a, well, you know, you know, when, when you're only half forever. bending your elbows up for them, apparently the zombies weren't that hungry because it was kind of like, uh, I'm not really going to reach too far for this thing. So, anyway, the two survivors from the smaller group, Henson and Rodriguez, uh, head back to their truck. The driver's having a bit of a nervous breakdown about the zombies being fast. Henson tries to get to Rodriguez to not open the door, but too late. Henson then shoots Rodriguez uh, after she gets bit, and then she has a breakdown and starts crying on the side of the truck. And that's about how I feel after about this movie. They, like, barely even knew each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought there was some weird sexual tension at one point. Between oh, them, there was completely. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah totally. There was a moment I thought there was like I was like was that sexual tension and then the it, it never touched on it again so maybe I read too much into it but no uh, no because I I think that was supposed to be there but somebody with a uh, you know halfway decent writing abilities could have probably fleshed that out a little bit better and then I don't, I don't know I mean I don't think it would have taken you know a literary genius to have come up with a way to like write that a little bit better because we got it it just would have been nice to get a little bit more to it. But also, it also would have been nice to have not watched this movie. So here we are. Yeah, I also justified it in my head by thinking this movie would definitely have a lesbian sex scene in it. So I'm it definitely... kind of amazed. I, <laughs> I'm kind of amazed it didn't happen. I'm also kind of amazed that Bart didn't start um, positioning the, the two dead people in that room, like having sex or whatever. And going, <laughs> yeah, and laughing <laughs> yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <sighs> yeah so anyway back to alex and ellis ellis asks alex to explain why they call her nightingale she was in the peace corps in africa a disease spread through the village she was in uh, with blood coming out of every orifice the nsa comes in and wants to try a vaccine uh 
that ends up turning into the zombies, and then she kills about a hundred of them or more. She <laughs> lost count, and then they call her Nightingale as sort of a cute little irony thing of sort yeah. Of they uh, also they she tells the story, this sad backstory, which is straight out of the Gremlins playbook of just you know sitting next yeah, to the like, fire. And why is this here? Sad backstory. Uh, she tells it like Ellis does not know what a zombie is. <laughs> like it's either, like there's like dramatic tension in her story like what are they what's happening oh my god they're zombies yeah it's like yes we know zombies exist in house of the dead too where <laughs> you've also been fighting the zombies the whole time you don't need to and he doesn't <laughs> yeah yeah uh, all right uh so alex and ellis get sh- um shot as they look around the science lab two survivors lonnie and sarah have been hiding in the lab for however long this has been going on i'm not sure if they're it's exhausted yeah, and then he goes. Since what started? Yeah, the the fucking zombie outbreak. Shit, <laughs> shit. What do you mean, Ellis? <laughs> I, I know, I know. So, all right. So I'm not sure if they're uh, exhausted or strung out, but they look pretty strung out. So they're probably strung out. I would yeah. be too, though. If there's a zombie apocalypse, like I would immediately do like put Every myself drug? into a coma and then just wait for death. Yeah, I, I, they've been like living on protein bars for a week too. Yeah, yeah. In the lab with a zombie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Sarah explains what the professor was doing, and in my opinion, as the scientist of the group, it checks out. So, <laughs> I feel I feel like at some point they're like, maybe we should have told somebody about this. <laughs> like, oh man, hindsight's twenty twenty, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Huh. Of course, Ellis interrupts to keep things dumbed down for the rest of you knuckle draggers listening and watching. So, the professor was stealing corpses out of the hospital, the zombie he's been using in his experiments, and uh, they. I just, oh God, I don't know. I just, guys, I've, I don't want to say I've ever been so exhausted from a walkthrough, but I'm kind of getting there. <laughs> this movie connects to the first one, Jason. It is the direct sequel. Yeah. We find. Yeah. Okay. We find out. Let me let, let me just yeah. skip to that one, that part right there. So the girl that's been locked up the whole time is Alicia, the girl that survived the last movie, and she was the professor's son's girlfriend, who was the other survivor, Rudy. Yes, yeah, yeah. So there's there's the tie-in. Anyway, uh, Sarah opens up the cell with a hand reader, and of course, uh, this is going to go off without a hitch. Ellis and Alex go into the cell, restrain Alicia, pull blood from her, and surprise, a horde of zombies takes out Sarah and Lonnie. Also, uh, they discover it's the they find oh she's patient zero or whatever the Gen One patient zero, and they're like, and then Nightingale's like, oh right, the Isla del Muerte incident where there was zomb- oh where there was a zombie attack was where it started. What? Yeah, <sighs> yeah. They, <laughs> just, like, I don't, I don't know, guys. Anyway, it's so, so, sad. Uh, so yeah. zombie Alicia breaks free, pins Ellis, and then Ellis blows her head off with a shotgun. Blood gets in his mouth, and he his gets nose, blood in his mouth, his eyes. I, come on, really? Anyway, the door opens. Sarah's hand is laying on the pad, which is, you know, of course, just her hand, and the rest of her is being torn apart by zombies. And I actually feel kind of bad here for Lonnie, the stoner dude, as he's still alive while they're eating yeah, him, and he's begging for help. shot him. Yeah, well, they were trying to sneak out and not draw attention. They didn't, they didn't even mercy kill him. <laughs> well, no, because they were trying to sneak out. That 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 bit I get, so. Poor I, Lonnie. I, I get it, but they could have shot him before they closed it. I mean, there's so many zombies. Yeah. I get it, but, like, come yeah, on. I know. Poor Lonnie. He, uh, his guts are being taken out of him. That's that's okay. He'll be back. Anyway, uh, Alex and Alice run out. <laughs> <laughs> they somehow managed to not get bit by the 400 zombies clamoring all over them. <laughs> so He'll be back. <laughs> uh, so will we. 
Yeah. Because the movie has a chance to end, but they choose not to. No, no. <laughs> no, they keep going. Yeah. So, in the scene, guys, if this was Dead Rising, they'd have been completely fucked, right? Just... Yes. Uh, Henson pulls up in the truck, they pull off, and just in time before Elvis gets bit, but the sample falls out of his... Yeah, he's yeah, ass eaten out by a zombie. For some reason, the zombie doesn't bite down. Yeah. But, uh, it's, uh... Oh, just, my gosh. just happens to take the the vial, which is on his back, back of his belt loop. Yeah. Yeah, somehow the 400 zombies didn't actually in, bite anybody. In this um, scene before they got to the van, there's, like, the extras are, like... Just do whatever you want, guys. Just put zombie makeup on and flail your arms around. Like, I mean, there's one lady in the tracksuit that was just like, like basically swimming through the air with her arms flailing, and it's like, what this, direction was she given? Uh, interpretive dance is more what this reminded me of. So, <laughs> so yeah. bad. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do think that this was still better than the zombies in uh, house in the original House of the Dead because that was really awful too. Anyway, uh, Ellis and Alex explain that they lost the sample and they have to go back, so everything wasn't for nothing. Um, for some reason, they get halfway across the football field and only then <laughs> notice that the zombie football players are shambling about on it. Um, Why didn't they drive back? <laughs> Why didn't they drive back? Yeah. <laughs> Valid point. Uh, Ten minutes, right? They it were is, out of gas. He makes his sick football, re- his sick football reference to what they're doing. <sighs> I don't know. Anyway, Ellis comes up with a plan to get to the other side of the grate that they need to get to, but I'm not really sure how the plan is going to work. There's a bunch of zombies. Still not calling them hyper sapiens. Nope, not happening. But Ellis has a plan. He starts cutting open the zombie, and they just kill them, start slathering himself in the zombie guts. He goes out in the hall, and his idea works, but like any sensible person, he immediately starts second-guessing himself as he's walking through them, because they're all, like, sniffing him, like... And, okay, first... First thing, why didn't they shoot the gate o- the grate open? Why what is the, yeah. why is this great so it's such a such a hindrance to their to their forward progress? Secondly, mm-hmm. he covers himself in zombie guts again, uh, just all over himself. He's probably yeah. got some abrasions from you know from I'm the sure. from mm-hmm. everything that's been going on. So uh-huh. that's a logical uh, thing right there, illogical thing right there. And then he says, "Does they smell gunpowder?" Like I, what? Mm. Okay, John, as the as a scientist of the group, maybe the virus only can be in a uh, living dead host, and once they're dead, uh, you know, it, the the virus can't be. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Sorry, man. I was really trying here. <laughs> Thanks, thank doctor. I'll accept it. We can move on. I'm sorry for yeah. derailing this. Uh, <laughs> Where's Doctor Fauci when you need him? <laughs> I, was, so. I, was, I was I was the great in our forward progress. To, in, in this <laughs> John, that might be the funniest thing you've said. Uh, well, at least at least in the last few episodes, <laughs> that was pretty good. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so they get um, into the lab. And the door is still open, so who knows where Alicia went now? A zombie bites Henson and Ellis pops. Uh, pops it and oh i kind of forgot they blew alicia's head off so she's still laying there my bad <laughs> so yeah i was like oh is she shambling about oh no that's right they put a shotgun in her mouth and blew her head off i forgot so yeah anyway uh henson tells them to get going and leave her behind if she gets bit she blows her brains out and uh away both zombies this is the funniest shit this is like she backs into one it's like oh no and then she backs (laughs) into the second one it's like oh oh, man yeah yeah sorry heroic death i'm sorry Uh, yeah no no so bad no no if anything i should be apologizing to you guys again for putting us through this so anyway uh they go for one last stand alex gets trapped and then tells ellis to run then the cruise missile hits and kerblooey 
Uh, yeah. It only blows up one building. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's cruise and everyone's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's uh, and yes, Ellis survives the explosion. Yeah. Uh, so Ellis runs into Bart. Bart demands the sample from him. Bart then explains in a little too much detail about cutting his own hand off. He, he clearly yeah. still has a hand. Like you can see his hand <laughs> under the, uh, under the rag. No, like those covering. No, it. Pay like, no mind like... to the hand behind underneath the rag. <laughs> They, they were out of money by this time, guys. Yes. <laughs> it yeah. was like the like. Come on, you're you are a film. Put some goddamn makeup on his hand at least. It, yeah. It's it's just a severed hand. I feel like I feel like that's not that big of an ask personally, but I guess I'm not a movie makeup expert. Yeah. But uh, yeah. All right. So Bart tells Ellis to hand over <laughs> the sample, and then explains that he's selling it and taking it to AMS, or instead of taking it to AMS. Bart goes to shoot Ellis and then gets shot by Alex. She somehow survived getting piled on by two dozen zombies and a cruise missile. <laughs> okay. Uh, and of course, <laughs> just just before he dies, uh, Bart pulls a grenade pin and blows up the truck and the blood sample. Cool. So the whole last 20 minutes of that movie meant nothing. No. Because they no. still lose the sample. Yep. And yep. Yeah. So Alex isn't sure if she got bit, and I'm not sure about that like i think you would probably know if you got bit by a zombie but whatever they get into a truck ponder if the missile worked in containing the infection and then drive off uh they go to the city and it's well wrecked so much for that and then setting up for a sequel um credits yeah. and then hey post-credits stinger professor still alive or undead so there that was yeah. i was like is that a stinger <laughs> is that I, even a stinger? I don't know what that was so yeah anyway um guys that is that is house of the dead too I'm glad you guys watched after the credits because I definitely didn't. <laughs> I literally yeah, just scrubbed true. to the end and I was very, I was just curious if there was anything there or not. So, the, yeah, this uh, movie is a like, big piece of garbage. <laughs> also, just, you know, the little, little cherry on top is that the music in all the credits is just the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the worst techno you can imagine. It's, uh, <sighs> all right, guys. I'm glad um, we watched this. <laughs> so, personally, I, don't think this was as bad as the first House of the Dead. I'm gonna let you guys talk that out. I'm cute. I I feel um, like it's I feel at like least close. a little bit more of a plot line. It it did it did have wait, more of a plot. Wait, which um, one? This it, one? It was, this one or the first one? This one. This okay. one had a plot we could follow the entire time. Okay. Right? There were some. There yeah, were some. Kind of. There was something <laughs> here that I found like there's something redeemable. I think in this movie, it just wasn't there and there were at least some moments where like like you said um the sexual tension there between henson and rodriguez at least like you know there was some implication of like character there that it was there but i don't feel like there was anything redeemable about house of the dead um it's been a while yeah, I, 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 was there anything I, I feel like i remember us discussing it and that was one of the reasons we put it at the bottom was there was nothing Ooh, redeemable um, about that hamish movie. The seaman, <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that, that crazy, that that wacky character. Yeah. <laughs> who could forget? Uh, um, this one, I'm trying to remember if I hated the characters in this in the first one or this one more. Um, I think I hated the characters more in this one because they were really unlikable, and at least the, in the first one. Um, like Randy was okay, I guess, or Rudy. <laughs> the rant, the rampant sexism in this movie is unbearable like it is rough um the dialogue is ba- 
The dialogue in the first one was really bad too. I, I, I did actually, I did actually go back and listen to our podcast um, last night while I was at work, just because I was like, you know, I, outside of John's excellent recap, I was very curious how we sounded. We definitely sounded a lot more defeated talking about that one than we did this one. Yeah, I'm just this movie made me angry. We were ready. For, we were ready for this one though. Okay. Okay. Oh. We're gonna. We're looking at. The, I'm looking at these, this list here. We're gonna talk this through. Okay. This movie was a little bit longer. Okay. This is number thirty nine. Correct. Are we we're in this list? Yes. Okay. No. 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 We're on forty. This is forty two. Oh, this, this is forty two. Forty two. I must be looking at the older list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one. Uh, this one. That is the guest list. That doesn't get the original. To, yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. I, and honestly, like like I said, it, there's. For me, like there was enough that it was you could just kind of skip over it that I felt like I could passively kind of watch it a little bit more. Whereas House of the Dead, like it was just really trying to drive home stuff throughout the movie that meant nothing, and it felt longer to me, even if this one was technically a little bit longer. And also, it didn't have that ten minute uh, action sequence that was awful with awful music playing underneath. I think I liked it. The ten minute action sequence. <laughs> <laughs> that's that sequence is terrible no at least like in this one in that one like people died and they just died we're just here like these two heroes like just could not be killed even though they okay. definitely would have okay. died so like, are five we, times so just before we go any further we're discussing whether this is number 41 or 42 or do we well, how think do you this feel is, about how do you feel about sin yeah jason <laughs> how do you do you think this movie is better or worse than sin um because I hated Sin too, and that's a hard okay. question for me to answer. But okay. when I think about I, it, that, that that is the ceiling. This is this is not better than Wing Commander. I refuse to. I yeah, refuse I to agree, go further than that. Wing Commander Which was is, better than this. Man, it's crazy. We can say that with, with confidence. <laughs> yeah, the bar is low. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember how much we hated that movie too, and then Fatal Fury, and then Advent Children. It's crazy. This list, this whole in, endeavor is awful. I know. <laughs> <laughs> especially especially after we had such like a wonder not wonderful but comparatively wonderful movie the last time. Yeah, yeah Rampage is great. Yeah. <laughs> Question mark, but okay. Uh, uh, possibly top five video game movie of all time. It's, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy, guys, I don't... And it's only 30 minutes, I think. If I, remember I right. think it was like 30 or 40 minutes. minutes, yeah. Which is impressive for how much I hated it, for how short it was in comparison. <sighs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, I mean, for something that short to end up below a bunch of movies that are considerably longer like really the only thing comparatively like short is mortal kombat the journey begins and that is like what six spaces above sin so that's like that's a great that's a great movie now it turns out (laughs) (laughs) we were so young we didn't know yeah we we didn't know that movie's awesome i love that movie i'd watch that again over many many movies which one Uh, mortal kombat the journey begins I would watch. I would watch that over at least eight of these. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, I would. Too. Honestly, I'd watch that over many more than those. <laughs> Boy. Okay. So. Okay. So so it's either better or worse than Sin. That's where we're going, right? I mean, I my I still haven't decided if I like the first House of the Dead or this one more, which is a, or if I hate this, I hate the House of the Dead or this one more. I guess okay. to say. Okay. Because uh, these characters were really bad. Like it was. Like they were just aggressively unlikable. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, and the dialogue was, I think, worse in this one because they were so unlikable. I th- was why did we? What were the reasons? Like, obviously they're just bad characters, but what were the main reasons we hated the characters in the first movie? Do we remember? Um, well, insu- insufferable. 
Um, they cool. all they all li- they all lived up to stereotypes too. Like just yeah. every, and... they were boring. They were they were less stereotypical though. I yes, think than the I ones will... in this one, except for Samish, who was just uh, you know the best. Whatever he is, <laughs> yeah. Whatever he is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, some of the other like some of the other things I was just thinking like like the violence in that movie is not good at all. At least there's some comedic like effect to the violence in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it goes closer to the game in this movie, which I guess could be a point in its favor based on okay. how what yeah. this list is based off of. I guess there was <laughs> so, no that, house. That, that, that is true. There was there was a house in the first one. Yeah, it was filled with dead. <laughs> Um, but I think in the second <laughs> movie, well, I think in the second movie, it also did kind of expand out from the house because sort of like Resident I Evil mean, no longer takes place in a house. So, yeah, the House of the Dead movies, uh, our games are all over the place and take up place all over the place. The first um, movie had that cool sword fight, though. Yeah, <laughs> but like, Vanessa, remember, remember what you said a little <laughs> while ago, too, about characters dying and staying dead? Well, remember, Alicia got a, a sword through her heart and survived. That's true. Oh, and. So she died later, though. Yeah, she did. <laughs> oh, and that's right. And yeah, then, uh, and then, sucks. and then, and then, Rudy injected her. So I, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, like, I don't know if I could choose if I if I have the power to choose, which is worse in my head right now. It's. Uh, I wish I had made Jim watch this because he could give us an opinion, but he did oh, not watch House of the Dead. One. Oh man. Okay. Do any of you guys have a coin? <laughs> which Which movie is longer, Jason? This movie's longer by six minutes. Oh, this is the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's it. This movie's worse. Yeah. But which? But which? But which? Uh, time back. Oh, you know, I wish I had my. Um, I wish I had my notes from the first one because I do wonder if, um, like, which notes uh, were longer. Like, I, I, that's kind of how I gauge things sometimes. Is like how many words I actually had to end up writing <laughs> down. About I can scroll back things. down to mine. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, my house. My the first movie had longer notes. I think. So it's worse. Boy, I or don't know. Or is it better? Oh, I, honestly, like I, I feel like the first House of the Dead was worse, and it felt longer. Like this I one felt... felt really long to me. This is the first one in a while, the first movie in a in a bit that I've checked the time so frequently to yeah. see how much I had left. And maybe, and again, maybe it's just because my perspective, where I take the more detailed notes, like this one felt like it wasn't as long, like because I could literally just watch it instead of. Watch, pause, take my notes real quick. Watch, pause, take my notes real quick. Watch, oh, pause, take my notes real quick. I think it's also a product of the straightforward plot compared to the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm looking at my notes here. I mean, let's remember in the first House of the Dead, there was the most pathetic rave that was the party of the century. <laughs> the at, okay? That was so great. Yeah. I love yeah. that. No you, no, you didn't, Vanessa. Go back and listen to the, the episode. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be rewriting history here, goddammit. It's it's funny when you are watching it, and you you describe it, it's like, oh, that sounds like a really funny, bad movie, and it's not. No, yeah. It's just awful. See, I I don't think there was anything redeemable about that. Like, at least, like I said, John, you and I at least got a a good, like, oh, that was resembling humor here, where, you know, he, like, deadpan just shot the zombie in the head and just blood went everywhere. Yeah, that was kind of funny. But I also look at the... The, 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 the sex the, the dialogue the sexism really bothered me throughout the movie like it was just yeah a lot do you remember I, the, do, it was really bad do you remember the character that was literally just filming cleavage throughout the um the first movie basically that's like true. that's all it he was, was doing. but he wasn't like an asshole about it though uh he kind of was he didn't imply that he was gonna like bang a corpse 
So there is less Bert, Bert kind of makes this worse for me, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's up there. Okay. Your fingers also terrible. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, really playing the stereotype. Um, but he, ugh, boy, I'm and at least at least characters. like the like like you know there was like a black lady in the House of the Dead One. At least she was like they like they were like be be like super ghetto and the most stereotypical person you can think of. They were just like you're, you're you just be a like a teenager. Yes, but she also was in love with the dumbest I character. I just remembered in the movie, her. The She's like model. obsessed with the one dude who doesn't give a shit about her. Yeah, yes. the underwear model. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, oh, the underwear model. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's uh-huh. that's uh huh. And remember at the beginning of the movie, they were throwing rocks at bottles. <laughs> I think I like that movie. I think I like that movie better than this movie. You, I think it, this one is the bottom for Vanessa, me. Vanessa, I, I really think you need to go back and uh, th- really think hard about that because, like I said, listening to that episode, you were miserable throughout that whole episode. But I was <laughs> also miserable during this movie. Question: Do we like Ellis and Nightingale or other two characters, uh, Rudy and whatever the other girl's name was? More, more those characters. We enjoy them. Their their uh, rapport in the film I liked more. I liked Ellis and Alex more honestly <laughs> I liked it just Alex but I hate Ellis he does suck he's yeah, also he suck. does suck he does suck he does suck <laughs> I'm not gonna disagree with you but everyone in House of the Dead sucked I'm, I'm still voting this is this is this is the bottom for me because of the sexism and the stereotypical characters I think I have to agree with Vanessa Jason I'm sorry okay all right, <laughs> might be recency bias, you know. It could be. I think I, I am a hundred percent sure it is because, like, I was like I said, I listened to the episode and I was like, oh no, surely this is going to go at least above this. So, but there we go. We've got our new number forty-two, House of the Dead Two. Congrats wow. to House of the Dead Two for being absolute trash. <laughs> uh, so, well, there we go, guys. That uh, that'll wrap up this thing. And oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, that was. That was painful. Oh, it really was painful. That was so bad. I hated that movie. Personally, again, I, I, I didn't find it as painful, but again, this also is a perspective thing for me because I write the more detailed notes and this one flew by a little bit quicker for me. So Yeah, the first one was I felt defeated, but this one I felt angry. So I guess that's like <laughs> that it that this movie <clears throat> had the opportunity to move away from the Uwe Bull quality of film and possibly decided to just make it worse. And uh, so... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Jason, I, I'm sure we, any other day we could flip these two around, mm-hmm. you know, depending on my mood, but let's at least agree that both House of the Dead are the worst things we have watched. Yes, absolutely. Oh, 100%, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Although you did seem to kind of like wonder about Sin there, too. <laughs> so I hate Sin, You just Sin hate too. Sin so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like a third of the length of those two movies. Yes, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, God, imagine if that was stretched out any further. Holy shit. Right, that's, a, that's a bigger discussion there, Jason. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Imagine playing the games. I would imagine that's that's probably what it feels like. So, oh. anyway, um, all things, uh, all, all things like stars aligning and everything, our next episode is going to be Doom, and we're going to have uh, Luke Maxwell as, as our guest, longtime writer and uh, previously former, uh, like, regular podcaster on, with us. So, yeah, we just need to get that one scheduled out, and uh, we'll, we'll be looking right back at The Rock. So I can't imagine this this will be not at least in the upper half, just because The Rock's in it, but I I've do remember not liking seen, Doom at all. So I've seen it more than once. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's telling. That's, yeah, I, is I've it? seen it a lot, actually, in comparison <laughs> to these movies. Um, I was going to say, John, there's a lot of these we didn't even know existed until this happened, so... 
Yeah. It's also facts. So. There's a lot going on with this podcast. Uh, speaking of a lot going on with this podcast, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash games and junk and support us over there. If you do that um, for $5 a month, and again, you can do any amount from a dollar on up, uh, but for $5 a month, you will get the bonus segments on this one. You will get the bonus episodes of Rock Out With Your Card Out, all of our podcasts in one convenient, higher quality audio feed. And you also get a shout out. So I want to shout out to Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, and you two for supporting this endeavor that we put ourselves through on a semi-regular basis <laughs> so um anyway uh as usual you can follow the podcast at multimedia fail you can follow me at jason Ariola. you can follow vanessa at vicarious rock and you can follow john at john lucero 777 go to uh, apple Podcasts or whatever it is these days and go leave us a five-star review and if you do that do me a favor let me know uh, i'm 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 I could uh, kick, kick you guys over a little reward if you want or something for that because I appreciate uh, any reward and that helps us get up there in like the, the Apple podcast algorithm and stuff. Considering we are probably the only video game movie podcast that really goes as deep as we are, uh, I'm, I, I, there needs to be like a sub, sub-genre for us, I think. We would be the only one there, I think. <laughs> so there is a podcast that is going through every Pokemon movie and I'm like, oh, that's adorable, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I, I almost want to listen to that and see what they. And, I would be and, curious to see where they rank everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they're just ranking within each other. But we also rank Pokemon kind of all within. Yeah, each that's, other, that's so. what I'm saying. Like I could look at ours and, and be curious to what what they think is the worst one, which is obviously Destination Destiny the Oxus so far. But, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, so anyway, um, until our next episode, which again is Doom, hopefully with Luke Maxwell, uh, that will wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure. And until next time, trust the fungus. This movie was the great on our way towards happiness. Suckers!